from Des Moines, where you can't hit the broadside of a bull's ass with a banjo, it's the Talking Paragraphs Podcast. I'm your host, a man who does not give a damn about your wordle score, Daniel Finney. And now, our co-host, a man who nearly flunked out of college playing too much Tetris freshman year, the world's most dangerous accountant, Memphis Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, due to a massive power outage in Tennessee due to a small amount of ice, Memphis Paul's part will be played by T-Square Tyler. Welcome, buddy. Hey, how's it going? I just, I just want you to know you're interrupting my Sunday evening movie. Yeah, I apologize. You know, I was doing work today, believe it or not. That's fine. You, you do whatever you got to do. I appreciate you pinch hitting for Paul, who is out power, without power for like the third or fourth day in a row. Yeah, I, I did that during the derecho. It wasn't much fun. Yeah, I, I don't know how many days it was, maybe three. Uh, I just stayed with a friend somewhere else because, you know, I'm wearing this polar bear suit year round and I can't I can't take the heat. We but, uh, we went a whole week here in Ames. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was long enough that I was like, wow, this is a long time. Um, I went, I went so far as to throw all of the food out of my freezer and my mom was, and that was like, it wasn't unfrozen, but it was kind of starting to get squishy. Yeah. And then my mom was like, yeah, that would have been fine. And I'm like, damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We pitched our stuff, but, but that was a whole, but it was a week. So yeah, that's a whole lot longer. It was so, I, I try, I tried to tough it out the first night because I thought, well, this won't last for very long. I didn't have any concept of how bad the damage was and how many crews were needed, not just here, but way like Cedar Rapids was destroyed again, which contributes to my theory that God has a grudge against Cedar Rapids. <laughs> they put themselves in a bad place, I think. They, it seems like is... every 10 years or so that somebody tries to throw a rock at Cedar Rapids and destroy it. So, well, you know, Ankeny used to be that way when I was growing up. Every time there was yeah. a tornado, it went through Ankeny, you know. Yeah, when we were kids, that, uh, they had a really bad one when we were little. little. Yeah. It wiped out like a third of the city. Uh, so there it goes, man. Anyway, they had uh, some ice, like an ice storm in Tennessee, and they're not prepared for those kind of things. And Paul is living by candlelight, I guess. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but... I'm sure it's not fun. He texted me this morning. No podcasto. So, is he burning the furniture? Uh, eating the cat, that kind of thing. Um, I no, they they cut pieces off their own flesh for the cats. These are (laughs) aren't even their cats. They're stray cats. They but they just like if I'm on the phone with Paul, sometimes he'll call me on his way home from work. And I've lost him when he gets to his house and the, he starts talking to the stray cat. He's out front of the house after coming in for free food. And I'm like, well, this was a waste of time. <laughs> so, uh, so we've got a list of topics here that Paul and I have prepared, but some of them I don't understand because Paul sent them. And Paul's not an easy guy to understand. Unless you have a Paul decoder ring, 
So we're going to set some of the stuff aside. For example, the topic some Brit Box show Paul likes. We're not going oh. to get into that segment this week. There you go. Because I didn't write down what the name of the show was, but Paul is very excited about British dramas and melodramas. So for also uh, UF, UEFA, I think that's some kind of soccer thing. Yep. Has no problem with cheesy Champions League pizza named from German frozen pizza manufacturer. I don't, I don't know what this is about, and I'm not going to look it up. Yeah, pretty sure that's the European League. Fine. I thought the uh, that's fine. Uh, and also Chad Johnson, the former NFL wide receiver who wants to change his name to Ocho Cinco because his name his number was 85, is an Arsenal fan. Paul is an Arsenal fan, so I don't I don't know what he wanted to do with that. We're just going to set that aside. <laughs> Sounds like a great topic for next week. Uh, does it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I think we've exhausted all we can about those topics right. with well, you just saying more. them. There's one more here. And just like that documentary coming. I don't know what and just like that is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that, I remember him texting me. He's like, why can't they have uh, documentaries about things that we care about? But I don't know what, and just like that is. I suppose that's some horrible thing that I don't know what this is. But I've been student teaching for a little while now. Turns out I don't know anything. So, <laughs> so this, this is something I'm used to. Like, oh, you're talking about a thing I don't understand. Fine. We'll just talk about that. I don't know what it is, you know. But as long as you're okay with it and come uh, to terms with it, you know, that's the, that's the important part. I've got, I've got a behavioral therapy appointment scheduled, so it's fine. <laughs> I'll learn how to adjust to just feeling like a moron all the time. That's, uh, that's a new area for me, but I'm, I'm happy with it. So we'll start with what I think is the most interesting news of last week. Oscar Meyer, Meyer, as you know, I listen, I, I don't talk much about student teaching, certainly not where or anything, but uh, I'm trying, we're doing the slow transition where I teach all day. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing the openers for the class. And one thing I do is I start with like a, a song and I tell them about the artist. So like we did Chuck Berry and the kids thought the song was from the eighties. <laughs> I get where they would get that because they're probably going only going to be exposed to Johnny B. Good through a commercial or back to the future on, you know, whatever streaming service that thing's on. So I get where they might think that. But the other thing I do is a piece of stupid news. And one of the pieces of stupid news that I did last week was this Oscar Meyer. And I'm like, you guys know Oscar Meyer. My baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a last name. It's M A Y E R. Dead silence. Like, I, I think a couple of people were dialing 9 1 and waiting. <laughs> anyway. That commercial must be way, way back in the archives now. But I remember singing that, and I remember a piece of baloney with one of those 
those rubbery pieces of cheese that that came out of the individual plastic wraps. Yeah, yeah. A little dollop of butter on two slices of white bread. That was lunch, baby. And it was a damn good lunch. We had I had bologna quite a bit. Sure. Growing up. Sure, we didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know it was made of pure cancer. We had no idea. <laughs> well, not Oscar Mayer bologna, of course, because they right. had a first name and a last name. They would not make their bologna out of pure cancer. Maybe high V, but not Oscar Mayer. Not high V either. I don't need to be sued by any of these companies. I just, anyway. So you know, I, I want you to know that I did teach that song to my girls. Did you? And pull, pulled it up so they could hear it. And so the, I, I think they can even sing part of it. So. Your children have I'm, been raised right. I do my best. <laughs> Their children have been raised right. If I had had children, I, I may yet play that song for these kids. Because, you know, I, why not? Um, anyway, Oscar Mayer, this is a real product that you can buy. They're making masks, not COVID masks, but masks for... Not being a woman, I don't really know what these things are for, but I guess they're moisturizing, hydrate gel or something. You put this mask on and you cut these things, these things that come like a sheet of bologna, and you cut them up and it looks like there's bologna on your face while you're hydrating your pores or whatever it is that people who do this do. And I'm not making this up. They're sold out. You can't get your hands on them. You go on Amazon? No, this product is not available right now. I, you know what it is? They 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 think it's real bologna. I think it's the real bologna they wish they could eat, but they're dieting, so it's like I would have bologna. Uh, I think if you put the real bologna on your face, that'd be good for you. I mean, if you're moisturizing, you know, like you think so. I feel like real bologna might be a little on the greasy side. Well, you know. That's, I don't know. I mean, it's hydration, man. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a theory. I just texted you the link to these on Amazon, but uh, there's a hilarious picture of this, this like model like woman who, for some reason, has lipstick and eyelashes on with her nighttime face mask. Uh, has this Oscar Mike, and it's, it's a little like horrifying when you look at it. I'm not sure that the green stuff or whatever rubbed into uh, the face is less horrifying, but look at that. That's like leather face. That's like leather face from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, I'd be like, I'm not married, uh, but like if my, if my significant other, my, my, my partner, my wife came into the room and said, wearing this i'd be like you're sleeping now somewhere <laughs> i'm with you it's a little bit uh a, a little bit unnerving though i like the cartoon version of it yeah. <laughs> there is there is a cartoon version of it where the per where where it's it's one of those minimalist cartoons yeah where they have the uh, perfectly round headed people and so, of course, a piece of bologna would be great for them because your head is perfectly ground. Now, I'm not going to lie. I think there was a point where I would eat like a, a hole in the bologna 
and like put my nose through it like when i was a kid or you know put my mouth up to it yeah thought it was hilarious yeah there, there was a point that i probably do that but also look at the look at the there they are the song we're talking about which was like for a little kid's commercial for promoting the baloney they're playing off this our baloney has a nickname it's b-e-a-u-t-y beauty our baloney has a nickname it's beauty uh but there is on the package my all time this is now my all-time this is my all-time favorite uh package warning where is it gotta find it here oh yeah do not eat baloney mask that's all that's what real baloney is for by the way that Clyde music that you hear in the background is tyler's daughter practicing what instrument cello 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 yeah on my end it's, it sounds like a calliope oh i apologize don't worry about it it's fine it, 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 as long as it's not uh, like immediately copyrighted uh, music yeah so we, if my other daughter was practicing you could get the uh, juxtaposition uh, on guitar of Oh Sacred Head Now Wounded followed by um, Thunderstruck by ACDC so um, <laughs> I mean yeah. I like that yeah, you know our house, our household is eclectic, so it's that it's good. Not, that is not what you expect back to back. Are you going to one of those modern churches with electric <laughs> cars in in the in the, in the inst- you know? Because I'm an old school like we had an organ, yeah, and no a piano, yeah, but mostly the organ. Well, she's actually doing the doing the uh, Oh Sacred Head on the on the acoustic for uh, so she can play it. For a church service and then uh the other one she's just doing because it's fun well sure that's that's fine uh she's having more fun than the customers at a uh pennsylvania pennsylvania golden corral now i have to admit that i think i've been to a golden corral maybe one time I, I, I was like, uh, there and I went in. I, I don't think I ever went like, hey, let's go to the Golden Corral. Was there one in Ankeny? Could be. I don't know. That's a reason enough not to go there. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I've been once or twice. So apparently they ran out of steak, supply chain, yada, yada. Uh, and there's a video. Uh, on Twitter that some radio station has picked up that people are starting to shout and then all of a sudden chairs start going up in the air like they're people are wielding chairs and then you just see people's like some people are like I'm I'm down for this I am in I'm I'm here for the brawl and there's some people who are like maybe we've had enough tonight uh, maybe Maybe I'll just uh, go ahead and uh, find an exit. So, so I'm I'm thinking they don't even serve alcohol at Golden Corral, do they? I don't think so. But so these are just people who are truly insane. Let's be let's be fair. 
if you were promised steak, maybe even unlimited steak, and then they said no steak. There's some people who are so in touch with that caveman mentality that they're they're so in touch with their carnivore that they might say, "I'm I'm just going to kill you all." Uh, they might. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm having a hard time get seeing myself get that upset about a a buffet, but well, that's because we're 46, <laughs> and, and at this age, like. When we're younger, there was a, there was a time when we would come home from school and eat at my parents' house because my parents had dinner like at four or five, and then we'd go over to your house and have dinner again because your parents had dinner at like nine, <laughs> eight, thereabouts, thereabouts in that zone, and we were fine. Yeah, uh, but. And so, like, the idea of a buffet, like, you remember when you went on the UN trip? And yeah, it was stopped in Pennsylvania. Yeah, for some, it could have been this Golden Corral, for all we know. It could have been, although I don't think it was a Golden Corral, but yeah. I think so either. We paid more than enough for not to have to eat at a Golden Corral. <laughs> but we, every, like, we had assaulted that as a, as a Des Moines metro community schools all of those cities in the suburbs assaulted that buffet. Uh, so much so that like there was a backup for the men's restroom. And then, but then people knew, found out we were from Iowa and they're like, Hey, wrestling. Yeah. I, I don't know that there were any wrestlers on the trip. No, but it was just funny. Cause they're like, Oh, you guys like, you guys like wrestling. You guys have a really great wrestling in Iowa. And yeah, well, everybody in that restaurant knew it. Yeah, Pennsylvania and Oklahoma, those are the other states that take wrestling seriously. There may be one or two others, but, I mean, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, and Iowa, who wouldn't want to be in that trifecta? <laughs> it is an interesting one, to say the least. Sure, sure. Um, anyway... I, I think that part of my life, I'd be like, what do you mean there's no unlimited steak? Then, then I might have I might have flipped. But I didn't. And these people did. This, this comes like in December in Germantown, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Memphis. There was a brawl there in the gift shop of the golden corral which i think that's the thing that's always i found bizarre about golden corral is it's like we offer you this long line of lukewarm crummy food but also here's here are some crappy gifts that your kids <coughs> beg you to buy that will be broken before they're gotten out of the package in the car wait i, I don't remember this there's a the, gift that shop they had, corral. I don't remember that. Well, I'm not saying there wasn't. I just don't remember it. That's okay. All oh, this will be cut. Uh, <laughs> that, that's good because I don't want to get in trouble. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> nobody see. That's the thing, though. That's the worst part of this. Is <clears throat> we just had what I would a fairly banal but thoughtful conversation about politics. Nobody, we didn't call anybody a name. 
we didn't use any of the derogatory terminology that people use against one another in these situations none of that stuff but yet both of us are like oh, i don't know we might get in trouble because somebody's going to be upset about that and i'm like this is what's wrong yeah we have created a fear state when it comes to dialogue just honestly talking to one another it's like you're going to be called a, we're, and maybe i'm more in tune to this because we're studying the crucible but like yeah you know they, everybody in the crucible is running around afraid of these girls who are obviously making stuff up and you know now we're afraid to say things that are just normal conversation because we're like oh no we're witches <laughs> yeah i got other context for that but yeah no, i uh i'm with you it's 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 part of it it's just like if this causes a hassle that i don't need i just i just yeah. want to get on with my life you know but i know, so I know what you're saying what's that that's everything's so exhausting oh yeah yeah so like, this is something this is something that's a totally different this is a change of subject here totally different thing so you have you seen any of the following films? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No. Okay. The Burbs. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I saw that one or not. It's. I think it's a uh, Tom Hanks, Bruce Stern, Carrie Fisher. Uh, the they they're like uh, they own homes in a suburb, and I think they become convinced that uh, uh, their na- neighbor is um running a uh like a crematorium and he's murdering people oh i don't think i did see that one it's modestly amusing it's yeah but it's modestly amusing um silence of lambs you see silence i've seen that one yeah batman returns i think i did catwoman and uh, it was Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and that raincoat that was recent. Maybe I didn't see that one. And Danny DeVito as the penguin. Yeah, maybe I didn't see that one. I wanted to go see it. I don't think I ever got around to seeing it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. That would never stop Paul from talking about a movie. <laughs> there's one thing that all four of these movies have in common including the show coach you remember that with mm-hmm. and uh, the there was another show eerie pennsylvania or eerie indiana which was just kind of like a spooky show for kids i think it was a uh, i think it might have been a uh, syndicated show mm. but uh, anyway it was on nbc it wasn't super great or anything but i remember it being on and kind of thinking oh this is cool uh anyway what do you think all five of those or all six of those things have in common? They're about paranoia. I don't think Pee-wee's Big Adventure is about paranoia. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, no. <laughs> don't don't give me an English answer. That it, it's actually uh, what they have in common is same director? Darla. No, Darla. Oh. Uh, Darla was a poodle who lived from 1975 to 1992, which is a pretty good run for a pool. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, and she was in 
all of those movies in big peewee's big adventure she had the role of the pink poodle um i've seen peewee's big adventure but it's one of those movies i've seen in bits and pieces on cable like i don't think i ever watched from beginning to end Mm -hmm. uh the burbs uh where apparently there was a poodle and her big starring role in silence of the lambs is she was the buffalo bill the big killer at the end spoiler alert for this 30 year old movie you whiners um there was this big uh there was this uh the dog precious Mm -hmm. you know and like the girl who was in the in the the well Yeah. yeah well she got a hold of precious threatened to hurt the dog if if the guy didn't let her out of there and that was precious she was precious and then there was a there was a dog she was uh a ratty poodle that was belonged to this like uh, circus performer in batman returns mm. in 1992 interesting So, so what you're saying is that's not interesting at all, Dan. Why are we talking about this? Okay, fair point. Fair point. What did you bring? Yeah, I showed up. Fair, fair. I'm just saying. At a moment's notice. No, I, I, uh, I, I'm not even sure I rec- realized there were dogs in those movies, but yeah. Well, maybe you should be kinder, our canine friend. <laughs> uh she was not actually a poodle she she was a uh uh i don't know how to say this bicon by bitch on freeze oh the curly haired dog it looks like a poodle but it's not a poodle yeah be shown be shown be shown that's french of course yeah you can't if it's french you don't actually pronounce the letters you just have to think them because the French will know if you're pronouncing their words, but not thinking about the letters that you're not pronouncing. That, uh, that sounds like reasons why Germany keeps invading them. <laughs> um, I feel bad for Germany in a way, not, not really bad, but like, I feel bad for Germany. I mean, it's been 80 years since they invaded another country, but everybody just brings that up all the time like you know the worst atrocity in human history that was you guys right it's like hey hey you got your problems come on we're making very decent machines over here all right they're you know we got an electric bmw now just just leave us alone oh the what europe's biggest economy right i mean far and away would you would you like a nice tasty beer and a brat yes you would welcome to germany Yes, you have to wear the lederhosen. It's required. You can't come into the country and not put them on. And you'll find they're they're supporting, yet comfortable, and they don't ride up in the crotch. So, I don't know. I, I've never been to Germany. I've I've never been to German town, but I have. I, I never saw lederhosen when I was there. I, I have had. Well, that's a that's see that's an American thing. Like every 
at least stuff that involves what Americans consider to be white people always involve like the worst stereotypes about those people. Like, like German stuff, like Oktoberfest, which is in September and no one will ever understand that. They, there's always Lederhosen and Sigisuggy, Sigisuggy, Oi, 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 which no one knows where that came from. And the, and the boots of beer and that kind of stuff. I, you know, but like life in Germany is probably not all that different from life here. It's like, oh, what are you doing today? Uh, Sven, is that a German name? I don't know. I mean, no, that would be a, that would be a um, Swedish or <laughs> Nordic know. name. It, I'm an American. I couldn't even find Germany on a map. And so they, they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to work, you know, gonna, gonna be, I'm going to work very efficiently for eight hours then I'm going to drive home as fast as I possibly can. Cause we have no speed limits. And then I'm going to watch some modestly amusing television within restrict limits. And then I'm going to sleep exactly eight hours uh, on my back with my hands at my sides <laughs> and then repeat this for the work day period. I, I don't even know if that's true. It probably is not true. From, from from my experience of being over there they're pretty normal right. pretty normal human beings yeah they they just eat a little more bread than we do and all and uh, have all a little more access to beer all i'm saying is that this is the 20th anniversary of the death of darla the superstar dog that is that's sad oh, but but also but also you know interesting because of the uh the extensive uh sort of videography or no video what do you call that the number of movies that, that filmography. filmography there you go yeah well she died at age 17 in thousands oaks california where she had retired after appearing in batman returns that was an old dog uh, i get that looked at this uh whatever you call them french dog they can live up to 21 years so wow 12 to 21 years they're very small they're only like 11 inches tall they're very cute little dogs but that, that's neither here nor there i guess <laughs> yeah I, i'm doesn't doesn't entice me to get a pet but uh I'm, if somebody else likes them that's great they can have them as a pet fine fine so i don't know if you do this or not and if you do i won't think any less of you but there's this this new browser-based word game called wordle wordle yeah and i know i'm fortunate enough to know a lot of eclectic and intelligent people who have really bought into this wordle thing to the point where they play, I guess it's one puzzle and you get six chances to guess at what the words are and five letters. Yeah. I I've never played it. I'm not going to play it because you know how I am. Once people tell me how great something is like 15 times before I've had a chance to review it myself, I'm just off of it. I don't want it. Get it away from me. Leave me alone. You know how I am. I've always been this way. I don't know why, but that's how I am. 
And but now people post their wordle score on like social media. And I'm constantly like, why would you think anyone would care about this? And then I wonder why am I here? Is I feel like I've I've woken up at a party I didn't want to go to where everyone's talking about wordle. Yeah, so I, I showed up in my feed. I pulled it up. I played it. Um, I enjoy it. I have no desire. I don't understand what the point of posting your score is. Like, either you got it or you didn't. I mean, like. I think people get like a rush out of it if they, they think they feel smarter or, you know, sharp or just good puzzle solvers or whatever when they i'm not a puzzle guy not at all look as much as i like detective crime fiction i'm in it for the ride i'm not in it for like who done it like i never try to figure out who killed somebody when i read a book i never do i just i'm like oh they'll tell me or they won't you know i just i'm i want to like the characters and enjoy the ride uh but anyway with wordle i think people are happy about it that gives them a little jolt and there aren't a lot of things that are public in the world that gives them a little jolt but to me and again i recognize this is my unique psychology to me it's like we're bragging about something and i want to be like it but it doesn't matter like if you were saying like oh i just got my third phd like that's good work out of you um yeah, you it's know, it's but, not a PhD level puzzle. It's just a puzzle. But uh, like sometimes people will put like down, uh, you know, frowny faces if they it took them all six tries or whatever. And I'm like, dude. Uh, <clears throat> and I've heard the word addicted and obsessed. I don't know how you can get addicted to it. It only happens once a day, if I understand it correctly. That's correct. Um, and I'm not sure how good once a day is for obsession, you know, but anyway, the, the headline here is that the New York times bought it. Yeah. I saw that. This raises two questions. I didn't think newspapers had any money, or at least that's what the local newspaper told me when they fired me. That's because you didn't work for the New York times. Uh, secondly, this tells me that the Wordle is not long for this world. And here's why it's appealing to uh, people who are our age and older who like to figure out puzzles and stuff. Yeah. So I, just to be clear, I actually pay the New York Times so that I can have their uh, crossword on my phone. Sure. And, uh, and I do it pretty much every day. Right. Um, and I currently have some, like a 21 day solving streak or something going on. But um, so I'll be upset if they put it behind a paywall and I don't get it and I'm already paying for the, the uh, crossword, but. Well, I, I like where your thinking is going. It's like, oh, a media company bought something. How is this going to screw me? <laughs> that is, that well that's is, what everyone's thinking right that's, that is what how things were uh they're like well they're giving this away oh no someone should be making money off of this it may as well be us 
that that is the correct thinking when you're thinking of a media company purchase. So typically the screwing over happens over a period of years, but they could start screwing you right away. Uh, yeah. On the, on the other hand, if, if I don't have access to it anymore, I could easily stop playing and it wouldn't, you know, disrupt my day that much. Uh, mostly I, it, it's uh, I have other things that I have to do with my life besides those sorts of things well, but uh children and a wife and a mortgage and yeah cars and job yeah oh yeah job yeah so they they bought this the new york times reports the price as in the low seven figures you're right i saw that uh that's bold new york times uh don't challenge the boss on this one one million and one dollars. <laughs> what are you guessing for your, the price is right? <laughs> it's in the low seven figures. Well, uh, I would expect that to be ruined soon. Is that's what I would expect. <sighs> All right, we got well, little... you know the their puzzles are pretty good though. So you know, yeah. I mean. All right. Well, we got a, we got a little speed round here. A Florida right. man steals a car, train sends it crashing into house. Fort Port St. Lucie, Florida, per the Associated Press, a Florida man says he jumped from a stolen car seconds before it was hit by a train and sent flying into a nearby home. The sleeping residents were unharmed, and the man was later arrested. Well, I'm glad he was arrested for that. <laughs> There's some radio stations that play a game called Florida or Germany. Like, <laughs> There's like whatever the weird thing is. Usually like the fetishy weird sex stuff is Germany. Yeah. And the weird crime stuff is Florida. Uh, Queen's canine gate crashes as she views mementos of rain. It's the 70th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth II's mm -hmm. reign. I think she's the longest ruling monarch ever, uh, which we fought a war to get away from these people. So I'm not sure why we care about this, but we really care about it. We love the royalty because we're not beholden to them. Uh, but yet we are. We just don't call them royalty. We call them CEOs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she was interrupted uh, when uh, one of her beloved corgis viewed, walked in on uh, up while she was publicly viewing these uh, um, mementos. Mm -hmm. they, had, uh, they have a cute picture of the queen with one of her dogs. So it's hard not to like the queen, though. Florida home to be sold a nom novel, non fungible token deal. Tyler, we've got three minutes, 54 seconds left. Can you explain in less time than that what a non-fungible token is? No. Good. But I, but I can give you a, the, the short answer is that somehow you can sell digital items and then you can own those digital items. And this is how that works. And that's about as far as I can explain it. There was a YouTube influencer who I'm not making this up. 
In fact, I kind of wish I was. We talked about this, Paul and I. She was a YouTube influencer who was physically attractive by certain standards. She sold her farts in a jar as a, as a non-fungible token. Yeah, I sort of remember hearing something about that, and I just steered away from that story. <laughs> Did you? Didn't bring that up for the girls and say, look, here's something to expire to. <laughs> I mean, like, I think to myself, okay, I guess if that works for you, great. I'm just not sure that, I don't know. That's, there's a lot of, there's some weird stuff that people will pay good money for. Mystery smell in city likened to sewage animal corpses. Is this East Des Moines? Ah! No, it's Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Residents say a mysterious smell, one that has lingered for months in past years, is back in downtown Hattiesburg. The Hattiesburg American reports the source is unknown. I'm, I'm just going to guess you're in Mississippi and everything is gross there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Of course, they say the same thing about that uh, smell in Des Moines, so the source is unknown. I thought it was All the right. packing plant. How could it not be the meatpacking plant? Like, apparently, there is no proof. Well, I don't know how one proves what is obviously true, I guess. Uh, whatever. Yeah. It's a rendering plant, too, by the way. Okay. My bad. Yeah. That's a hot dog making plant. That's what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, this is news this week. Uh, Puxatani Phil predicted six more weeks of winter which means nothing like somebody actually did a study on this, like studied the, the quote unquote predictions. And I think this is Puxatani Phil, like nine or 10 or 12 or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. He's right. Like nine times out of a hundred or something like that. Well, yeah, it's not very good. It's like three times out of a hundred, which is basically as good as a random guess. Right. It's worse yeah. than a random guess. Oh, I suppose so. So here we go. Here's the story of the week. Final minute. A, a huge security beak, excuse me, break was reported at the Pentagon this week. Would you like to take a guess at who the perpetrator was? Mm, a goose. <laughs> it, was, it was a chicken. Oh, that uh, was close. Somehow a wandering hen was caught sneaking around a security area at the Pentagon. It was taken into custody by local animal welfare agents. The hens, wattles, and comb, of course, were bright red, which suggests either a plot by red China or more Russian interference. What would Joe McCarthy say? That's right. That's right. You know, just to, just to go back to your Punxsutawney Phil thing, did you know Georgia has their own groundhog? Uh, is it just so that they can be unoriginal or what? I, I, I don't know. I was like, why? Why, why would Georgia have a groundhog? <laughs> well, at least it's not a New Orleans groundhog because if it digs so far, it drowns. That's right. So, um, anyway, that's that's 60 minutes. 
which will be 30 minutes when I cut out our non uh, on threatening. Oh, by the way, there's a, a political a, discourse, a fish named Methuselah at the San Francisco Aquarium that's believed to be uh, 90 years old. Really? It's a lungfish, so it's not, you know, super pretty. But not very many things are super pretty at 90. No, and uh, usually the things that are that live for a long time in the ocean aren't things you want to see. But it's not bad. It's it's not horrible looking, but it's it's just sort of a. The AP had a video about this, where they are interviewing like like they like people complain like lived in a like a smallish tank. It's a forty pound Australian lungfish that came to the California Academy of Sciences in 1938. And people were like, oh, it's in a small, it's a big fish, but it's in this small area. So they moved it to another area where it had, she had roommates and she didn't like it. I don't know how you tell how a fish likes something or not. Well, uh, maybe if you study them, you understand it. Of course, I can't always tell whether my girls like stuff or not. So, right, I don't know how you, I don't know how you tell how sophomores like things. So a fish is way beyond. <laughs> All right, buddy, I promised you an hour, and we've done an hour. All righty, take the rest of the night off. Thanks for pinch hitting. No problem. All right, everybody else, behind. Be, Jesus, <laughs> behave and be kind. Later. Behind. Yeah. Whoa, I guess we can close the file on that one. <laughs>